You are now listening to the 10 Years and Counting Podcast. Welcome to 10 Years and Counting Podcast, hosted by the Sovereign of Single. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the 10 Years and Counting Podcast with your boy, Petty Roosevelt himself. You're listening to the 10 Years and Counting Podcast, your source for all the unsolicited dating advice you just can't get enough of, with your host, Tony, and great guests like me. Hey everyone, welcome to 10 Years and Counting. I just realized I said I wasn't going to do an intro, but I did it anyways. So, and we're also on a phone call, but it's welcome, Caitlin, to the podcast. Hello. Happy to be here. Of course. And we met on Twitter first, right? Yes, yes we are Twitter, Twitter friends. I have so many, it's so funny, like I always like refer to people as like my social media friends. So I'll like bring up a story about someone. They're like, oh, like, who is that? I'm like, you know, like, social media friend, you know, like, <laughs> like a thousand yeah. of them because we're friends. Do you not do, do you not have any? I know. I'm like, seriously, like how big is your network? Mine's like eight million and counting. <laughs> right. All uh, social media. And we're in, exactly. You know, it's so weird because I've met people in person that I've that I've like connected on Twitter. And it's always interesting because it's sort of like you can meet someone and it's like, oh, it's sort of like a online pen. Yeah, pal no, it way. is. I've I have i have met a bunch yeah. of people too, like in person. And it's like the most like surreal feeling ever. So it's like I feel like you know so much about me already, but like we're meeting for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly like it's mostly just like your huge fandom for like football. That's like the number one. Maybe I feel like it started aspect. it definitely started with social media marketing and then I kinda like spun it into yes, football. Yes, that, that, no, that is true. It was for social media because that's how we connected at first. I think because we met like in a Twitter chat about yeah, social media. Yeah, and now it's just and like then... a combination of like literally everything. It's just like a wild ride that my Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I, I That's like I always feel weird putting like a title of like, you know, like that intro that you have in your profile. Because like, I, I don't know. At this point, it's just whatever it is. I change it. I change it a lot. I really do. Um, I like because I try to keep people on their toes. And like, I don't know. I'm just right. Let's see, let's see what's new this week in my world. I'll put that in my bio. <laughs> um, but yeah, so actually today we're going to be talking about perfectionism. It's actually really interesting because right before um, I was recording this, I had this, uh, it was like a panel at work. And we were talking with college students. And one of the things someone said that with like perfectionism, I feel like that always comes with people that work in creative. Mm -hmm. And I'm pretty sure most people feel like this, you know, like dread of perfectionism, because like if you're doing something creative, like, for example, this podcast or like you work in social media, it's always this cool. I have to always give my best foot forward. Yeah. And especially when it comes to, and it's, and I know like most positions are probably that way as well, but I don't know personally for me when it comes to being in a creative field or like even like data driven field, it just always seems like I'm always on the lookout for where did I fuck up now? Yeah. I just feel like you have like no (laughs) excuse like then like to try to be perfect because like you had just brought up like, you know, data driven. So like you have like the insights and everything and like even like from like a social media standpoint like that's like external facing like so whether you're doing it for your personal brand or you're managing a brand social media like that's on you like that's all out there right um and so that's i it honestly ties into it like perfectly because you are trying to be like that perfect like i don't know what the word is but like 
it has to be like you can't you really can't settle for less and one of the things that i was looking at when i was coming up with content was uh that perfectionists have two emotions which is dread and relief and i was like i can't believe that is so honest (laughs) because you spend so much time dreading the worst case scenario and then you're relieved it's like oh it didn't happen well because i think a lot of the times too like you're (laughs) dreading things because like anything can happen it's like a it's like a dark cruel world out there and a lot of us like in this profession like or even just you know people maybe they're not social media marketers but they just have big online presences like personally like the worst does happen like I like you know like I've had like a bunch of like tweets like go viral before like for me personally and some of them have been like super negative and like that's like the worst like every time you do send something out or even whether it's from a brand like a PR crisis things like that do dread because you know what can happen but then when it doesn't happen you're like ah okay just a just a regular day in the neighborhood my favorite and when I mean favorite it's really not is whenever someone engages with anything I post and then I find the typo it's like oh my god the fuck I know it's literally (laughs) the worst it's like you know what but I've like I've learned to on like platforms where you can edit, like I always edit it, but you can't edit on I, Twitter. I just own up to it at this point, <laughs> especially because as soon as I get engagement, I'll like just tweet myself right. back, and I'm like, "Whoops, spelled this wrong," or like yeah. I meant that. Like I, I don't, I don't like pull it down anymore. I've just accepted it because I'm like, "Oh my goodness, you've got to be kidding me." Yeah, <laughs> you, you kind of have yeah. to. Or, or you, it was like, "Hey, uh, I saw you like this tweet. I had to delete it because I found the typo. Can you like it again?" Once yeah, it's like, back? please. Like, I no. had a gazillion likes yeah. on it. Can you please, everyone, let's do it again. Everyone, let's, let's try this I again. I can tell let's, though let's when people this. like pull stuff down. Though I've become, I guess it's just because I'm so like into the social media space like from a personal business standpoint like I can tell when people are pulling down their Instagrams because they're not getting enough likes I can tell when they're pulling tweets because they misspelled something like I am just like a hawk when it comes to that like I can tell (laughs) and it's like I don't even know if it's like a good or a bad thing like I I spend way too much time on social media (laughs) you know what when I post this uh you know podcast episode i'm gonna put a typo i will notice it within like five seconds yeah that i i'm gonna try saying so many words so so (laughs) like oh wait i'm gonna use all 280 characters that way it's so difficult to find (laughs) it's gonna be like the most minor thing ever it 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 really is i I don't know what it is yet but we'll figure that out (laughs) (laughs) so yeah and sort of like the reason i wanted to talk about this was because i remember a friend of mine we were talking about I did an episode about like self-sabotage and one of the things I remember because I was like re-listening to it a couple of weeks ago was we were talking about like why I've been single for so long and I remember one of the things I brought up was that my biggest concern was not being the perfect boyfriend even though in a way that doesn't make any sense. I mean I I know it's weird to say out loud right because sort of no one is in a way the perfect person but sort of like I feel like sometimes my goal was like cool I want to strive to do this and I was like but no I don't have this and I haven't done that yet so am I ready for this so it's sort of like always sort of like finding in a way an excuse because I haven't filled whatever boxes I'm assuming I should fill as a significant other Yeah, I feel like that's like a common like concern, especially like even now, like, you know, in dating. um, And, you know, dating is definitely like new for me. Like I've been probably on Mm -hmm. the 
on the dating prowl for about like six, seven months now. Um, and it's, you think about it, and I think it's, it's easier for me to date people that I don't know, um, that I, I have to get to know, as opposed to maybe like a mutual friend or someone that I've known from the past, because the people that like you already know, you kind of think already too far into it. It's like, well, you know, their group of friends, you know, their family, like, am I good enough for them? Like, am, you know, would I fit in with that group of friends? Like things like that. Like you kind of like get ahead of yourself there as opposed to like when it's someone like new and you don't know anything, you have to learn all of that again. Right. Cause it's sort of like you're starting off in a clean slate. There's no expectations to someone you don't yeah. know. So like, I feel like that's where like my head is at. Like I, I know what I bring to the table, like as a girlfriend, um, cause like, you know, it was one to someone for a very right. long time. But obviously like every relationship like has its ups and downs, but like at the end of the day, like, you know, you are compatible with that person. Um, you know, like why the two of you click, so I definitely know what my like strengths are as a girlfriend. I think, you know, I definitely am a good one. Um, but it's it's like mm-hmm. when you like know someone already that like maybe someone like tried to set you up or like whatever, like, oh, like maybe I'm interested in them. It's like when you already know them, you kind of think like, oh, yeah, but I know, I know their friends. I know their family. Like, would I like, I don't know if I fit there. Like when I, and that's when I think that like perfectionism like comes into play. Like, can I actually match to this? And like, that's like, maybe like I've like preferred like to kind of meet people like, whether it's off apps or maybe through a mutual friend, but you don't know that person because then Mm -hmm. you're not really overthinking it because you both are like learning at the same pace technically. Yeah. And I I remember, I forgot what article I was reading this week, but, or was it last week? It was one of these in this month. We'll go with that. And one of the things it was talking about was that, you know, for a lot of people, it's always easier opening up to people they don't know than people they do. Yeah. Because there's no, you know, like if someone was supposed to say like a specific statement and like maybe it's because, especially if it's like a family member, you know, this family member knows you this specific way for you to sort of like change whatever mindset they have of you. It's sort of like, well, I always thought of you as this person. And now you're just throwing this curveball. But when it's someone you don't really know, there's no, oh, well, this is who they are as a person. Because you're, you're sort of being your more authentic self in a way. Yeah, because you're not going to start out like you know, like fake almost. Because then yeah. like... <laughs> right, you, yeah, that's exactly. It. You have to be it's, fake it's all for the long run. You have to, that's it. You just right. have to be like not real for the rest of your life. So no, I definitely feel that. Like I have been like truly authentic with like... And like I don't even want to like call them like they're not like blind dates, but like essentially like, if you meet someone off right. of a dating app, it kind of is like you can talk, you can text right. as much as you want, but like meeting one on one for the first time, it's like a big deal. And I can truly say that the people that I have like in this experience, like I have been one hundred percent authentic. Mm. Yeah, no, I mean, I, and that's sort of like the way you and it have feels to good. approach it. But... <laughs> like, I like oh, it. <laughs> sure. I, and, and I feel like it probably comes down like also to apps, right? Because I feel like apps, you have to like build this profile. So you have to be like this specific type of person. Right. If I'm like sarcastic, I'm going to make my profile that way. I'm like, what do I mean? If I am, I am sarcastic. <laughs> but I'm going to make, I'm going to make my profile the way I am. And sort of like, why try to, and we were talking about this like earlier when it comes to you know, working in like social media and data, it's sort of, I feel like a lot of the times people say, well, 
you know, the numbers say that you should have this amount of photos. Your profile should be this length. Oh, I and, hate those articles always, where it's like, create yeah. the best Bumble profile. <laughs> and I'm like, really? Like, right. screw you. Like, I'm going to do, like, my right. own thing. Did I make myself a meme? Yes. So I'm going to keep it that way. Exactly. Like, that's like, <laughs> honestly, like, I, like, I, like, as much as, like, I do, like, strive, I guess, to, like, be perfect. And, like, I know, like, I, it's like, I, like, want to, like, you know, be the best I can, like, to show and, like, get, like, the best, you know, matches and things like that that I want. Like, my profiles are still, like, super authentic. Like, the one picture I have mm-hmm. is that giant meme that I post on Twitter all the time. Yes. And that's what... That's why I brought I know, that up. and, like, that's literally, <laughs> like, when guys yeah. like that picture, like, that's the one that they're liking. Like, I know they're, like, the real deal. Like, you know what I mean? Like, when right. guys, like, like my other pictures of, like, me in, like, a swimsuit or, like, in, like, a really cute outfit, I'm like, all right, whatever. But, like, when they like that picture, right. like, that's me. Like, <laughs> like that is right. truly me. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to give this person the time of day because they get it. They understand. I remember one of the things I was mentioning was the whole, like, not pursuing relationships out of, like, the fear of it not being perfect. And I feel like not only that, but I feel like sometimes it's not also, like, because I think at the end of the day, those are just unrealistic expectations. But I feel like when you're also in a relationship, there's also that fear of the relationship failing in a way. Yeah. But then again, it's not really a failure if people break up because I feel like that just happens. But at the time or in the relationship, it's sort of like, you, you sort of see that as, I don't want to say the end all be all because it's really not. But it's sort of like, oh, maybe we should have done something else or I think it just sort of starts creating self-doubt too yeah it definitely does and I think that's like for like early on like in relationships like I mean so the the previous relationship that I was in I think like definitely like in the beginning like there was a lot that I questioned or like every other week I was like this might not last or whatever but then like I think once you hit a certain marker you get like super duper comfortable and I honestly did not expect it to end like that was definitely a curveball um to me Mm. but obviously that's life so I'm dealing with it now you know nothing (laughs) nothing lasts forever um (laughs) so I think that's something that I in this like world of dating now like I I I kind of think about I definitely do and it's not you know that I'm insecure or like I get nervous about things but it's like I've been there before I've been in two serious relationships in my life and I knew in the beginning of both of them there was that little like doubt there like oh, I don't know, like, is this actually gonna, you know, like, we're, of course, there's a label on it, like, we're official, but like, how, how long is it gonna last? So I know that, that I will cross that path again. And like, I don't know how many times, like, I mean, I'm hoping it's only like, right. one more time, but like, right, um, right. But, like, given, you know, because I feel like I'm old as heck now, but um I'm older than you, so you're fine. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. Um, <laughs> you're welcome. I'm just trying to help you. <laughs> I think sometimes I age myself too much, and I think I'm, like, 80 years old, but in reality, I'm not. Um, I mean, look at me work. Don't get me wrong. You work in media that just ages you, so it's okay. It's like I, I feel like me working in this new agency I, I've been in for – four months feels like a year definitely in like our industries and things like that and just like kind of like how my life has shaped out the past couple of years it like it almost seems like I'm like a you know almost 40 year old woman like good the good wise like successfully wise like I'm in a good spot right but in reality I gotta like trail it back like 20 (laughs) 
<laughs> uh, right. It's sort of like, oh, that's what it is. Right. <laughs> I'm just super successful. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Yeah, no, I totally get that. I think it's just, um, but there, I don't think anyone is super, super confident going in to a relationship like I think that you obviously you're in that honeymoon stage and like you're super super happy yeah everything is great but like how long can everything be super duper great for like you know like things happen it's sort of like you're not not really because that'd that'd be weird if someone felt this way but you're sort of like anticipating what's the first fight gonna be right I can't even tell you um, (laughs) with my ex what our first fight was I don't even know we were in college I feel like it was probably something like stupid like at a party or something like hey don't look at that girl (laughs) like something like that and like I don't even know like like now that like I'm like an adult like an actual adult like I wonder what like a real like serious fight appreciated that like (laughs) in my past relationship we did have a lot of like you know not a lot of arguments we did our arguments but they were very mature to because like I'm I'm the most blunt person like you'd ever meet because that's like easier for me and like maybe that's like where like that perfectionism comes from because like no fights are real like I don't like put that right. aside and say like oh yeah. like, no like no no like y- if you want a perfect relationship like you're not gonna fight like I know that's realistic but I think you also have to kind of approach it like you have to approach it realistically too I always feel like I hate when I watch like uh, sitcoms and you always see like that older couple it's like yeah we never fight that's a so lie like, <laughs> what <laughs> I get out of here I... there's <laughs> No way you live with the opposite or same gender, either way, and there's no arguments. What? No, I even like, <laughs> and especially no. if you live together too. Like, no, that's that that's I I doubt that. Sorry. No, no, not at all. Like, you can even like yeah. you can live with a friend right now, and you can still like exactly argue. Oh, I can sure. live with my dog. I love my dog, but I can still get mad at him. <laughs> Like, it's, you know what I mean? Right. Like, it's just, that's how it is. Like, you're your own person. Like, there's even times, like, I yeah. live by myself. I get mad at myself sometimes when I'm, <laughs> I live alone. Like, that's right. like human nature. So it's, yeah, like, that's such yeah. a, yeah, that's such a false, like, way of, like, going about things. And, like, I remember, like, maybe it was, like, even, like, early days, like, high school going into college, like, hearing relationships, like, people, like, yeah, like, we never fight. And I was, like, oof, like, that's actually, like, not healthy. You gotta, because there's no person in the world that you agree with 100%. Right. And even if it's your best friend, I mean, me and my best friend, I feel like we, we do get along well, but to like say honestly that we've never had our own issues, mostly stemming from myself, I can easily say that because I don't really like, I don't want to say arguing per se, but if I feel a specific way, I'm not as blunt right away because it's sort of like I tend to like deal with my emotions on my own so if someone's asking hey what's wrong it's like nothing it's like bullshit oh no see i'm like i'll tell you what's wrong see? so <laughs> so yeah so so that would also be really difficult i just realized that now in a relationship where you know you have to be honest with like your emotions and me i'm just I, I, a lot of the times i'm really guarded and i i don't want to say that always that, that comes from like my own experiences and that's why I jokingly always love talking about therapy because it's sort of one of the things I like working on or I told my therapist I want to work on it. Yeah. Being more emotionally available because I'm so, for me, it's so easy to feel a specific way and just hide it from people, even though 
I'm not really hiding it because my face says everything, oh, but my too. mouth says nothing. Yeah, so <laughs> I have the both. Like, oh, I have both. <laughs> yeah, the eyes will be rolling and be like, "Yeah, everything's fine." Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, see, sure. my eyes are rolling and I'm <laughs> grilling you at the same time. Right. You seem upset. It's like, no, no, that's just that's your own issue. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> fine. <laughs> totally fine. Oh my god. <laughs> and I think that does make sense when it comes to one of the things I read is like along with like the fear of failure in relationships, it also means like having difficulties being intimate. And I don't and I don't think that when when it means intimate, I think that sort of also I think just means more of the availability. Yeah. Cause if you're someone who and I think it's also and when I mean intimate, I, I'm not gonna use that in like the physical aspect. I'm gonna use that more in the emotional aspect more when it comes to like we were just talking about when it comes to arguments because even if you are with someone you have to be emotionally open so if you know like and and i can see why that's really difficult for someone who wants to perceive that everything's going fine it's sort of like yeah this is great it's like really you you just did you see what happened there that's 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 not okay yeah no, I think but that's like a huge thing too. And like, I like that, like you, you know, like you take it kind of like the emotional route, like not always like the physical route, because like, I mean, both like aspects are definitely like super important to a relationship. But like, it's like, even like someone like, you know, like anyone in my life, like if I can ask like an emotional question too, like, and sometimes like they don't open up, it's kind of like you do question that. Well, it's like, maybe we aren't like the closest of the close, but like you can like answer it still. And I think it just comes with that vulnerability as well, because it's easy to just have like a, let's say, quote unquote, like physical relationship with someone. But until you're like actually vulnerable and willing to put in like all those, you know, demons or whatever you have or baggage, whatever you want to call it, if you're not actually dealing with that. Um, well you shouldn't put that on the partner either but I'm just saying if you're not working on that yourself and being honest about that with your partner then are you making any technical progress at that point yeah I don't know I just think like with it too like and this is like obviously like uh, we like share like that connection from like social media and like social media marketing things like that like I just I see so many relationships on paper that look fine but in reality I actually know them behind the scenes and I know things aren't okay Mm -hmm. and it's like why would you like one of the things I actually appreciated too like with my previous relationship like everything was fine but we it wasn't like a parade on social media oh relationships (laughs) where it's social media is this glorious perfect relationship and behind the scenes it's actually awful so like that's the day and age that we live in too where it's like like I wouldn't want that like of course you want to show the world you're happy but are you genuinely happy yeah if you feel the need to show the world that you're happy are you really (laughs) it's sort of like and I don't mean like in any no it just does make sense I I and I remember I forgot do you follow JMAT? Yes. Okay, cool. So we actually met when I went to oh, uh, nice. Milwaukee. Yeah. So cuz I went to go watch a Brewers game. Uh like baseball? But, and I remember he Yeah, I love I, I like Yellen. so my He's so hot. Yes. Get this on the pod. Yeah, Get it great. on the podcast. 
Shout out Might to as him. Well. Oh, he's so attractive. I'll, sh- I'll, I'll <laughs> share it to him. See, we even listen. No. <laughs> um, no, so, yeah, like, because every year, like, visiting different baseball stadiums. Oh, you do that? And I remember, so cool. Um, yeah, I've been to 19 <gasps> Very cool. So I want to do that for football. It's yeah. on the bucket list. I'll do it eventually. Yeah, my friend, I think he's done to a few football. But yeah. also, I also, like, realized, because when I went to Seattle in September, we're going to a tangent, but we'll work our way back. Yeah. Um, when I went to Seattle, I was going to go to a Seahawks game. But Jesus <clears throat> Christ, the tickets were so expensive. I, know. I was like, wait, I did not know football was the- I And don't get me wrong, I assumed that football was expensive. But this is, they were playing the Bengals. So, like, I, I'm not paying this amount of money to watch the No, Seahawks I know. They the actually, I, no. <laughs> I was in Seattle in November. And they played the they mm. played the Niners actually that night, mm. but it was in San Francisco. So I was like, oh, I found right. out I was going to Seattle. And I was like, oh, I gotta get tickets to that game. And I totally would have paid money, yeah. even though neither of them are my team. <laughs> I would have paid right. money to go see that, but no. But I did pass by the stadium. Super cool. Yeah, it's actually a really nice stadium. Yeah, I mean, I I, I walked by it, but I didn't actually go in. But um, so yeah, and I remember Jay. So yeah, now I would know why I went there. So Jay Matt, he did this Instagram, uh, I don't know if he did it on Twitter as well, but I know on Instagram, we did like this break the stigma challenge. So sort of just talking about mental health and et cetera. And I remember one of the things that I found really interesting is that like, even though I talked about like depression and et cetera, like everything that I go through, I didn't realize that I was never that vulnerable with anyone until that month. So like I feel like only a handful of people knew any of that, and then I just decided, you know what, I'm gonna do this challenge. Yeah, let people in, sort of in a way through Instagram stories. Yeah, and and I feel like that makes sense. Like, and even though I, and that's something I remember. I went out with someone last year, and I told them about like depression early on. Not like not like in a weird way. I tried to like transition and not make it seem creepy that I was like, hey, so I have depression. Like, no, it was more like I feel like one of the things I want to work on is being open and vulnerable. So I feel like if it's, and I feel like that's an important aspect of my life because if you don't know that. Then it's not going to work. I think that's fair. Right. And now, and not only that, but like in, in, even if the case is like, I never know when it's going to happen. So I can't really mentally prepare you for it, but I can tell you that I have it and it will happen. I just can't tell you when. Yeah. No. So I think that's super fair. Um, so it's uh, like funny that you mentioned that because I think like a year or two ago, um, it was like, I guess it was like mental, like health awareness day or something like that. Um, and I actually mm-hmm. suffer from anxiety. Um, it like mm-hmm. started um, right when I went to college and then it got like real, real bad after I graduated college. Um, and I've actually just started to get like a hold of it, like over the past couple of years. And like, I think the past two years I've been like, I've been great. Like I've been fine. Um, but I guess so maybe it was like three years ago or something. And like, it came out and like, that was like that day. And I was like, here's like how, like I try to combat my anxiety. Um, and I, like I had posted something on Twitter about it. Um, and people were like commenting, like I had no idea, like all this stuff. Cause like, I, I'm a very like, you know. I'm a very bubbly person. Like, obviously I'm a very like truthful mm-hmm. person. Um, and like, I just, I guess I like never really let it like define me. Like I tried to like, you know, go about it or whatnot. Um, but I do now try to talk about it a lot more. And one of the, um, I met someone on hinge like a couple of months ago 
Um, and we went out a couple of times and I guess like there was like one week where I guess I had a bad week, like recently, like my anxiety, like came back and I guess it's probably from dating. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess yeah. I never realized like, cause I haven't dated in six and a half years. So I guess right. there's anxiety around that. <laughs> um, no, that's, no, that's fair. and like I had a bad week, but like, I, I just, um, but I didn't say anything. It's like, I honestly, I just kind of was like, they didn't really understand like why I had a bad week and like what yeah. was going on. And I was like, maybe like, we'll, we'll talk about it at like a later date. Um, I don't talk to that person anymore. So it's not like I'll get there with them, but like, yeah, I mean, it's definitely like a good thing. It's like, I give you a lot of credit for like bringing that up because you are honest and you are, you know, open about it. And like, you know, me being like this very blonde person, like I do need to be more honest about things like that. But it's, yeah. But it ties back to like, you know, our topic of conversation, like you, you want to be perfect. Yeah. And I guess sometimes like, right. you think like, is that being perfect? Like me opening up about like, being anxious about, you know, little things, big things, anything in between. Well, and, and it's always interesting, because I know, like, one of the things that I that's really difficult, especially something a previous manager had told me, and not like directly, but no, in a way, but what we were talking about was I tend to, I forgot where the statement was. Oh, so one of the things I had written down was that accomplish, accomplishments are never good enough. Or you said like ex- impossible, you know, impossible goals. And I feel like that makes sense because when it comes to like accomplishments are never good enough, it's sort of like you want to strive to always be better. So like if you do one thing it's like, yeah, it was okay. I'm <laughs> my job or yeah, like, hey, so, you know, like, let's say, like, if someone was sick and you brought them soup, it's like, oh, my God, thanks. It's like, yeah, I mean, it's not a big deal. It's something, I, I feel like little, I, I, I don't know if that's just a me thing, but, like, I feel like little things like that, I'm not saying they don't mean a lot, but it's just sort of like, yeah, of course I'll do that. It's no biggie. Yeah. <laughs> but, and I don't know, I don't know if that comes from perfectionism, but I think it does make sense when you always feel like you, you want to be at like whatever level it is. Cause like, let's say, right. Perfection is like a hundred, right. Ideally, you know, like hundred percent. So if you're like at whatever you did, if it counts, like as 90, 90 is not that good enough because they're like, yeah. Or maybe, Oh no, the soup is too hot. Okay, cool. See, like maybe <laughs> I should have gotten you soup then. So you just start thinking of like things that will go wrong, even though you did something well. I think it's like, I think that makes sense. Um, but mine kind of shifts the other way. So I'm always on to the next oh. thing. So, okay. um, for example, so I bought a house two years ago. And while oh, nice. I was, you know, in the process of buying it, I didn't even buy the house yet. I was like, all right, so what's the next big thing I'm going to do in my life? Like, I'm not even yeah. 30 yet. And like my bucket list before 30 and like my accomplishments I want to do before 30 is like extensive because that's how my mind is from a perfectionist standpoint. So like, I understand like where you're mm. coming from. Um, I definitely do take pride in like the smaller things, but I'm always just looking for the next thing. So it's a great, like I just, I bought right. a Okay, great. I bought day one and living in my house. What's the next thing? Like that's old news for me. Right. It's over. It's done. Yeah. I'm done. How do I get to date two? How do I get to date two? Or like, <laughs> right, I got exactly. a promotion. All right, what's the next one? When's my next promotion? What am I doing right. now? And it's like, it's, right. I have these like crazy, like, it's not, they're not like crazy goals, but it's like, I'm always thinking about the next thing. So it's like, and next, what's next? Well, that's, that's fair. Like I swim a couple of days a week 
And last week I started learning how to do flip turns, even though I've been swimming for 12 years. But see, most people would think of it as like, oh, that's awesome. You swim. It's like, yeah, but I don't know how to do flip turns. <laughs> like, see, like something as simple as like, I can swim two miles. Is there something I should be proud of? And then I started doing flip turns and I was like, all right, cool. I got it. Like, you know, I, so someone that I, he used to, so he works at the building I used to work in. It was really funny because we like found that out randomly, even though like we swim next to each other every day where he was like, oh, you know, if you want to like learn how to do flip turns, like, yeah, that'd be cool. I remember I got it the first time. It's like, oh, you know, like good first time. It's like, yeah, no, but it didn't feel perfect. Yeah. Like, All right, but I got you. I got you. The next time I'm going to do it, it's going to be so much better than the first time. And then I started getting it a little bit. I, I started doing it more today, which is like awful because like now it's like, oh, but I'm ready for the next step. So it's, it's the next like thing. This. Like you're just. Yeah, exactly. You want. And yeah. I'm not, I'm, yeah. You just always want to improve. But I, and I feel like that's the point. Like, I, I don't think it's a bad thing. And, and yes, perfectionism can be awful in its ways, depending on how well, you no, look I'm at it. But if you look at it like as. Posting yeah. a picture to Instagram with 800 filters or getting like Botox every other weekend. Like, that's not the perfectionism yeah. that I'm. <laughs> right that I'm that's like fair exactly yeah, yeah. I'm more of like a mm-hmm. success perfectionist like or right yeah obviously like this podcast about relationships like I definitely do see myself yeah. like as a perfectionist in that area just like just like because you know like I think you know at the end of the day what you bring to the table and what you can yeah. offer so you want to make the best of it and I guess it's this is really interesting because I never really thought about it till now but when I was talking about like the whole depression aspect I feel like that would be so weird once I'm in a relationship not the depression part but how that person's going to take that like the idea is like this is not really about you <laughs> and I'm not saying that like in about like it's not about you it's more are they gonna think that I'm depressed because I'm in the relationship but I feel like that just comes with being like one depressed and two a perfectionist where for me it's sort of like oh no so like if I'm depressed I'm gonna be thinking am I really good enough for this person? So like, it's just because those thoughts are just going to come up anyways. No, when you're yeah. And there's definitely like, no, no matter what, like, you know, the mental like health issue is like, I feel like the other person, right. cause like, it's like same thing. Like I go through anxiety, but like, if you were right. to come to me in that relationship and like discuss like depression, like, I feel like in my mind, I'd be like, Oh, like, am I doing anything to like make it worse for him? Like I, and that's mm. me being honest right now. Like I, I yeah, think yeah. of it that way. Like not in a way of like me turned off by it. I'd be like, oh my God, like, am I making it worse? Like I want to make it, me being a perfectionist, I'd be like, right. I'm going better <laughs> do whatever I can. <laughs> Even though I'm not a doctor, I physically can't do anything about it. Like, <laughs> No, no, that's, that's fair. And I think it comes from one, I think it starts early on in life, especially as kids where, I don't know, I personally had this, what's it called, uh, pressure early on to like do well in school. And I feel like that just carried on the rest of my life where I I always felt like I was never good enough for something. Yeah. And I, and, and I would never say that was from my parents per se or, or teachers or it's et cetera. It's definitely self-inflicted like because I feel the same way. Like there were yeah. like certain times like in college, like, if I didn't get a certain grade, like I'd put so much pressure on myself. And like, I would talk to my parents and like, it was like, they, it was never from them. <laughs> or like, and I, it just kind of came out of nowhere. It was like me, like you, you almost like put it on yourself almost. 
like I know I, I knew that I wasn't going to get a, a hundred on every test. Oh, same. But then I would still homework. like kick myself in the but, ass if I didn't get a certain like I don't know. Yeah, like cool, I got an eighty five. Yeah, but that person got an eighty eight. I, I think it I think that's also the issue with not just that, that's like being competitive like, i'm super yeah. competitive too yeah <laughs> that's fair no I, I no and there's a difference between healthy and unhealthy competitive no no you you need a you need a, a mix i think that's the only way you can really survive perfectionism is having that competitiveness but also like i i remember i think it was in, actually in middle school my friend and i uh it was like three of us we were we had the three highest scores in our math class so like our goal was always to think oh what did he get on the quiz like 98 it's like oh, I got 99 and that person got like 96 like ah oh, look at him with his 96 <laughs> so it just it just became this real awful but like fun I don't know it really forced me to study more I, I don't know I think that was a good thing I don't know but I was like if I was the one that had the 96 like mm, when's the next quiz like, yeah I'm, I'm gonna knock that out of the park like when's the next one? Like let's have a quiz in two days. Every every other student's thinking, I was like, uh, um, I don't want to be in this class anymore. <laughs> That's how I would feel. Math, oh, I'm so bad at math. I'd be the same way. I'd be like, right. Oh my god, these kids are fighting over a 99 and a 98. I got like a 65. <laughs> I, I I don't know. I, it, I I yeah that. That was definitely me in middle school. Also, because like I feel like math was my one strong suit, so I wanted to. Oh, make that sure was that my I weakest link. Amaz- <laughs> yeah, that was like my strongest, no. like all throughout high school. So I was always highly competitive, knowing that it's like I got to be the best at this one thing that I'm good at. Because if not, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that would do to me mentally. Like I, I just didn't like history and science was okay, but when math came along, it's like I'm. That's gonna be my. We'll, we'll talk about the other classes later, mom. But math, he's like, don't worry, <laughs> I got that. I got it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so definitely not being able to celebrate success. Oh, this one's definitely true. Where I feel, and and I, I understand like sometimes where like depression and anxiety can sort of intertwine themselves. But always anxious and exhausted. Like I don't know. I'm that way a lot. Like, and I feel like that would definitely, and and, and I think that happens a lot in dating too where sometimes uh I just take breaks from dating because it's just exhausting I I, I don't know how it, it, it just seems like this there's like some days where I don't really know what I'm looking for and it's like if, if I'm just blah and I, I don't I don't want to I don't want to do it yeah <laughs> like I, I don't know like how to cancel nicely but it, I hope they're not interested like, I don't know it and I feel like that's where then the perfectionist comes through where it's like am I really gonna is this really gonna be a good date I don't know but if it's not, then let's not do it. I, I don't know. It, that just becomes, I, I think that stems into like every aspect of my life, not just dating, but then work and friendships and et cetera. See, that's Even where like, like I'm completely too. different. Like, and maybe it's because like dating is new for me. Um, but right. when it comes to work, okay, when it comes to fair. friends, when it comes to my podcast, like every, like I know what I want. Like I, um, I don't have any anxiety about every, anything I press forward and that's it. Um, like the dating world. Um, I know what I want. Um, there's no doubt there. Um, it's just, mm-hmm. it's weird. Um, because I definitely feel a lot of what you had just said, like, it can be exhausting. Um, I feel like I'm not fully getting what I need out of it. Um, I feel like 
maybe the people, maybe I just haven't met the right people um, or maybe some of the right people. I don't know if they're right for me. Like, it's just like, or like going on dates, like you don't know if it's going to be good or not, like things like that. So like, but like when it comes to like work and like everything else in my life, like that, I, I do what I want. And like, I have no regrets. I have no anxiety, nothing. It's because I know how, where I fit. I don't really know where yeah. I fit in this like dating world yet. And maybe it's because I do know what I want. What I want is a relationship. Like that's mm-hmm. it. Like it's and, like, I know some people are always like, oh, like maybe like, I'm like, I'm too scared to say that I want that. Like, I don't want people to think I'm too pushy or they, like, no, like I'm 28 years old. I like, don't I don't think that's pushy. No, but yeah. like I like a lot. If you're in your early 20s. Maybe. Yeah, if you're in your early 20s, maybe sure. Like, you're still figuring yourself out. But like once you're in your late 20s, like older like you know what you want it, like, it should not. it's not i'm not trying to like, oh don't call me old no no, no i didn't mean that I, no, i'm I, joking i'm joking i'm joking i'm sorry oh my goodness <laughs> no but it's just like i'm not gonna like hang around and just be like oh like i don't know like it's just like right. I don't, that's not me that's not like i don't i don't waste time i literally just said before like right. i'm on to the next thing i've been on to the next thing for the past 10 years so if you're not the right. next thing, I got him on to the next one. <laughs> no, and and I think that definitely does like especially with time wasted, it's always interesting because I feel I, I don't know. I remember one of the things I was talking about a I, I was talking with a friend of mine because he was married for I think almost ten years and then he got divorced and then he was getting back into the dating game. And one of the things he found really interesting, especially when he was talking with friends, is that he found it really weird that people had like a list of things that they were looking for. And I'm not saying like having a list that you're looking for is a bad thing. I think it's sort of if everything is sort of like a non-negotiable or etc. Like there's makes... deal breakers. Yes, yeah, like deal breakers I feel and it was interesting. I was talking with a uh... sorry, I'm going on tangents, but I know what I'm wearing. No, I'm you're this. <laughs> so, I was I was talking with my coworker on Friday. Uh, oh, which was Valentine's Day. Oh, but yeah. Um, so yeah, we were because she was on her, her her way home, and we were talking about, and she was like, "Hey, so because because she's married, and she was saying, I was like, hey, so if you ever want me to like hook you up with someone, I'm like more than it was like I was like, oh my god, no, please, no, I, I don't Nothing. know. I just personally that ju- that that just gives me like more anxiety than I need. But it was really interesting because I was like, I'm not gonna say no, but it's like, oh, okay. Uh, and then she was asking, like, oh, so like, do you know what, like, do you have a type? And I was like, I don't know. But one of the things I will say is that I have a better idea of what I don't want than what I do want. No, I, I think like that's, that's like sort of so some progress. Fair. But honestly, like, yeah. I'll have to admit, like, after being in a very long term relationship, like, there's actually, like, I'm actually very happy that like with the circumstances because I've met so many new people. So I actually, yeah. there's like, and like, so if you were to ask me what my type was like X amount of years ago, I probably would have given you a solid whatever. <laughs> and now I'm actually right. like kind of like fluid. Like I, it's like, it's and like a lot of like the people that I've been like talking to or been attracted to or connected with, like a lot of my friends, like other people have been like, it's, you know, it's, it's kind of like new for you and I'm like but it's it's good because I think like as like we just spoken about before like you're older now you kind of like it's just like I know what I want so it's like I'm either into it or not oh there was one thing that I just read that sort of oof gave me goosebumps but what is it? <laughs> it was like no no I'm joking out the old goosebumps but I think that's just the wine kicking. Oh. but no uh <laughs> so um 
one of the things that would happen with like a perfectionist at times is that they'll feel deeply flawed. And I was like, I, I, I don't know about that, but I also understand that. I think that just comes with the nature. Like if you know there's something wrong, that's something you have to fix. Well, I think when like certain things happen, so like in this crazy, crazy world of dating, if someone, you know, ghosts you or said they, you know, just don't see it going anywhere, I think maybe originally you don't think you're deeply flawed, but after a comment like that or a conversation like that, you start to think you're like, wait a minute, like, was I too confident? No, and, and and it sort of becomes a like, oh, it's not you, it's me. But it's like, like are no, you sure? Clearly, no. Are you sure? Don't lie to me. And like, it's I'm okay. a very confident person. Like, I always have been. Right. But like, I think over the yeah. past like six, seven months, I've been like, wait a minute, like, did this person really just do that to me? Like, why? Yeah. And like, you kind of question it, but then like, I don't know. <laughs> Well, it was really interesting because I remember I, I, I haven't listened to the ghosting episode in a bit, but I remember one of the things that we brought up is that sometimes I feel like if you get ghosted on, it's never you. It's always that person and they just don't really know how to communicate. I I don't know. I I think that's a... And I, and, and, I've never yeah, done it. So like, talking. I can't, like, give right. those people, like, the benefit of the doubt. Right. So... No, and, and I think it's just because that was, like, our thing to, like, figure out. Like, it was like, hey, do you assume that because of this, this is why something would go that way? I don't know if that makes any sense. Yeah. I don't know. They always, like, I, I've actually, like, heard recently, like, this one, like, radio um, like, news station in um, New Jersey. Um, they, I guess it's, like, New Jersey, New York. Like, they actually, like, call people like that or it's like say like I went out on a date or for two dates and someone stopped talking to me they actually like if you call in like they'll call that person <laughs> oh what yeah. oh that's uh it's I, like I, I want to listen to that so it's, um, that I just think it's, it's either 102.7 or 106.7 um I, okay. I still listen to the radio because I'm an old lady <laughs> Is this is this only in Jersey? But like, if I'm in New York, can I like find the station because I really want to listen? No, to I think now. I because like I listen to like Z100 too, and like they're in New York, obviously. Right. So I think these two. So it's it's like I don't know. It's either 102.7 or 106.7. I think they're both. It's New Jersey, New York, the station. So I think you'd be okay. able to listen to it. But I started like listening to it recently. Okay. Like, this is wild. Like it's insanely wild. Like either someone went out on a first date or was texting someone from a dating app and like they just like completely like ghosted them or like went on a first date and then just stopped talking. And they literally call the person. And I was like, first of all, that is so ballsy. Like I'll text someone and they'll they'll ghost yeah. me. And I'm just like, you know what? That's it. I'm over. I'm done with it. These people have the audacity right. to call a radio station and they give their <laughs> phone number. <laughs> yeah like that's it's like hi call the hi call this person for me that's what they do that's a next level crazy and of course like the person they call is like oh my goodness i'm on the radio (laughs) they freak out but like most of the time they're always just like oh like we just didn't really know what to do so we just stopped answering and i'm like did you really have to take this to the radio station to know that that's what the i know I mean, I feel like the thing is that with ghosting, it's 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 a, and I think that's where it's easy for someone to feel flawed because it's like, oh wait, so how could they not like me? I'm so amazing. Am I not uh, lovable yeah. now? And, and it's like that's exactly and how yeah, I feel. So, 
Right. So it's like, what? Did you not meet? The, was I not my 100% self? I don't know what's wrong here, but I don't know. And, and I think it's easy as a perfectionist to like jump to negative conclusions, even though sometimes you're not getting all, like you're not getting full on communication from the other person, but it's easy to be like, hmm, uh, yeah, that could have gone as bad as I thought. It went as bad as I thought. Listen, if it was bad, (laughs) I'd be the first person to admit it. That's a a perfection. Like I feel like that is. Yeah. Um, I think it's like when it comes to that stuff, it's because I know I'm the most honest person. So if someone was like, hey, let's go out again or like, hey, how'd you feel about tonight? And if it wasn't good, I'd be like, you know what? Wasn't good. Right. And (laughs) And I think that happened a couple of weeks ago and I, it was sort of like, Oh, that's a bummer but it's like I'm kind of glad you were willing to you know like just say it because I feel like some people be like cool yeah we'll definitely go out again and then once you're like via text it's like oh hey so do you want to meet up next week and then- actually I didn't see it it's like what you could have just told me there it's uh, like but I get it I don't know it's sort of you don't really know how someone's going to react to saying like I'm not interested but that's also a fair point as well yeah it's always really interesting that that need to say like, yeah, I I guess, and in a way it sort of like forces you to then like overlook positives a lot when you're always jumping to negative conclusions because you then can't really appreciate anything at that point. It's like, yeah, was that a good day? It's like, or like, let's say if I went on a date with someone, it's like, I think it went well. And so it's like, really? Because it doesn't sound like it. it's like, well, you know how the dating scene is. You just really never know if it was a good date until you see them again or not see them again (laughs) right exactly yeah exactly you don't see that person again and that's why and that's how I always approach the interviews too which is I always like comparing interviews and dates sometimes because I feel like an interview would go well it's like hey sorry we're gonna go a different direction it's like it's okay you know it's it happens yeah maybe but and then it's sort of like the same thing when it comes to like a date you can feel like you can get along with someone but maybe you just don't see that going further than a date. And I don't think that's like the worst, but it does force. And I think my friend always says that I'm sort of jaded, (laughs) which is, which is fair. But I think it's like, I I don't know if that comes from everything that we've spoken about so far in this episode, but I feel like it does make sense once you reach a specific level of overthinking because I feel like that happens a lot oh overthinking happens for everything you know I'm, I'm like, like the queen I'm, of I'm late to work yeah <laughs> like I'm late to work it's like dang you know what if I didn't if I just kind of up when, I, when my alarm sounded this wouldn't have happened but here we are <laughs> waiting for coffee to go to work late it's like the like little things too. It's like, did I like yeah. leave my curling iron plugged in? Did I lock the door? Oh my like, god, I remember you saying oh that. Oh my god, I was convinced. So the thing, so yeah, so it was like it was last week because I was in the city for work on Friday, yeah. Valentine's Day, and I ended up having dinner with my girlfriends that night, and so I wasn't coming home. Like I was sleeping in New York City, so like I literally was yeah. about halfway to work. So my commute's about two hours into the city. I was an hour in. I was like, oh, my curling iron is plugged in and on. I was like, that's it. I was Googling. <laughs> I looked at my Amazon receipts. I was like, does this have like an automatic shutoff if it's on for too long? I yeah. like, was 
I, I was about to text my sister and be like, you have to break into my house or like do a drive by to see if my house is on fire. Like I just, I... You, you, you went, you went to Google earth to make sure it's like, is okay, it on fire? is it like, on fire? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was, it was in like, and I like have always been like super like anal about like my hair straightener and my curling iron being on for so long in my life. But like, for the past few years yeah. I've lived alone like prior to that I was like living with right. my parents be on my way to work call my mom be like hey I definitely left my straightener on she'd be like yep yes you did <laughs> yeah yes you did I was like, always like... so I'll oh, see <laughs> so that's fair because like it's happened before and even like so locking like, my oh, door like I saw is, like yeah. a um like a tweet the other day and it was like I could be literally locking the door and still question myself if I locked the door <laughs> Oh no, I I've done that. I, I I remember I would just go to um I would go to I would go down the stairs and realize like did I forget something? Did I lock the door? I don't know. I'm gonna go back upstairs and knowing that it's everything's fine. So thinking <laughs> yeah right and I was like yeah of course it was but here I am just <laughs> over you know like overthinking the most nonsensical thing. Yeah, it's it's uh, yeah I. I think it's funny too, like even like this deep into the conversation, like we're just bringing up overthinking now. Cause it's like, I do that for like everything, like everything. Yeah. And it's just like, ugh. I think it's normal, especially, especially when one specific thing goes wrong, you sort of then it, it like forces you to like now, not only overthink, but then overanalyze. Cause you're just going to start thinking, you know, if one thing didn't go this way, then maybe it would have turned out better. Oh, yeah. And that's in like the future tense, like things that have already happened. Yeah. You're like, wait, what? I don't know what you're it's like about. that other like funny, like meme where it's like the arguments you have in like the shower of like an argument yeah. that happened six years ago. Like you're thinking about it now in the shower and you're like, "Ooh, that would have been such a good comeback. <laughs> <laughs> like now only if I can go like, back let, in time. Let me go find that person I was arguing with six years ago. Right. I will show them now. <laughs> it is true, though, but it's like. I think I've definitely have gotten a lot better with that, like over the years, like whether it's been like, obviously like over the years, like new now, like in like over the past couple of months, like with dating and everything, like I, I've gotten a lot better with like the overthinking aspect of things. Cause it's like, it, it, it sincerely is a waste of time. I don't know if you've done this, but have you ever like dismissed something because you felt like it wasn't good enough? Oh, that's a kind of like a I, broad, like dismiss. I know, I know. I, I dismiss well, a lot I, of I things. Feel like it, I, so I, I guess in this aspect, let's use it just for dating, not relationships, because I feel like that would be really difficult to just like break off a relationship because of something's not good enough. I guess depending on like how long that relationship has been going on. But I feel like sometimes, especially on in dating, it's sort of this, uh, you look at someone's profile and sort of like, uh, okay cool like I know like one of my friends does this and I'm not gonna name names because that's one thing I never do but I think everyone always listens in thinking it's like oh he's talking about me isn't he isn't he it's like, <laughs> my friends are probably gonna listen to like, oh, she's talking about me no my friend always says whenever I say the statement my friend did blank he's always thinking is it gonna be me this time but no anyways and I know like she so this is a she so I don't know if she'll listen but I know like usually her approach she's always I won't say picky when it comes to dating but 
I think she definitely closes off people a lot earlier. So like even before they even get to the first date, it's easy for her to be like, no, well, this person did this one thing. So no, fuck that. I'm not going to go out with them. And it's like, well, I get that. But then at the same time, it's sort of, it's tricky, right? Because you, you can't really tell someone is, and I think this goes back to like before the first date. Because I feel like at least when once you're on a date, you're able to gauge the person. But I feel like beforehand, it's always really tricky because messaging people is never the, I don't know, like messaging in general can always be so tricky. Yeah. Like one, jokes. Jokes can always feel one way when you expect it to go. And then it's like, oh, I, I that didn't go the way I expected. So it it's always easy to dismiss one flaw or think oh what this person is lacking that so that's gonna be my that's gonna be my reason that I don't go out with them or I guess in this aspect we'll just go with dating because I think that makes more sense than relationships yeah I think with like some of the profiles like on like some of these apps like it's super easy for me to weed certain people out um I definitely have standards uh for what I'm looking Mm -hmm. for um when it comes to you know like what you're interested in like I guess like some like religious aspects like a lot of the apps have like you know do you have kids do you want kids like things like that like I don't want to be on four dates or five dates with someone for them to be like I don't want kids (laughs) you know like like I don't want to hear that five days what (laughs) no 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 that's definitely yeah, that'd be, oh, yeah, six kids. Like, oh, it's like, I'm sorry, what? Yeah, and it's not, and I, it's also, like, the thing, too, like, I'm not, like, also, like, matching with you on an app to marry you right away. Like, right. It's the, but it, it's no, good to know certain things, like, right off the bat. Same thing with, like, smoking. Like, that's a huge deal for me. Um, surprisingly enough, like, drinking is. Like, a lot of people, like, that write that they're, like, they, they don't drink. And it's not that, like, listen, I understand a lot of circumstances, but, like, I just, for me, like, I just don't know if, like, that would click with me. No, that's that's a fair point. I think my friend mentioned that that's one of her, I think she was going to go on a date with someone. And they're like, hey, can we, like, do coffee because I don't drink? She was like, oh. No, I've had friends, so, like, like, ever, yeah. like, like, ever. No, so, like, this is new. <laughs> this is actually, like, this world is yeah. new to me. But, like, I've had friends that have been dating for, like, years and, yeah like some of them have been out on dates and it's like they've met the person like straight up and it's like yeah like I don't drink like I don't party I don't do things like Mm. that and it's like I'm not saying that like my group of friends parties every single night but it's just we're not out here blacking out every night you know no, 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 no. But it's, right. like, it's, it's just like, I just No, don't. I know, but I feel like that's the assumption now. If I someone knew someone, and I, and I do yeah. know people that don't drink, I know them. Same, yeah. But, to, but like, things yeah, like, yeah. Like, yeah. It's the same thing with kids. Like, to meet someone, to know that they yeah. don't want children, like, that's a huge thing in my life. Right. Like, I do want <laughs> one day. Um, but I don't know. Like, I, I think I'm a little bit, like, weird when it comes to this because... I am a lot of what people do, like how they react to certain things, like how their actions are, their emotions. Like I take a lot of that, like very, very seriously. Um, So like texting is fine, but like, I really need to see you like one-on-one or interacting with other people. Um, So like, I'm never awkward with people via text. If they can keep up a good conversation, it's fine. I always get nervous for date one though. I'm not gonna right. be awkward because I know I'm not awkward. Yeah. I'm not. 
Like, but if they are, I get like super <laughs> secondhand embarrassment from people. No, I feel like the thing with me is that I like using humor, but if someone doesn't understand my humor, it's going to be so awkward for them. Because <laughs> like, hey, I made a joke and now you're just looking at me like, what the fuck's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. Like, they're, but you yeah, know, I don't know. It's like, it's yeah, like... I'm self-aware about it. So I try to like, oh, let me not say this one thing I want to say because it might not. You know, I don't know you that well yet to make this joke where it's not like making a joke where it's like offensive or anything. It's more like you don't know my level of humor. So like for you, it's going to be like, what the fuck's wrong with you? But it's like once you get to know me, it's like I see this self-deprecation is just like a an act. It's like, yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it well, is. Really, but... um, <laughs> yes, it is. Yes. No, but yeah, I think it's like, I don't know, too, like same thing, like like with my previous relationship, like I knew like it was like decent relationship because I never, never felt weird, never felt awkward around him. But like with all of his actions, things like that, like he just did his own thing. I was like, yep, that's him, you know? But there's people now that I date where they do things. I'm like, what? What? Why? Aren't you embarrassed? I'm embarrassed. Are you embarrassed? <laughs> you know? Like, and maybe that's... I now want to hear more about this, but not now, but probably like in a, in a later stage. No, I, I suffer from like really bad secondhand embarrassment. Okay, so like if fair. I see someone like trip in public, I'll think about that for the next three months of my life. <laughs> and it did, I did not trip. Someone else tripped publicly. I will think about. It I will think about you, it. But you, yep. but you, you visualized it, it. So now it's like, it. a... yeah. And that person could have not been embarrassed at all. They could have gone day. It could be how you <laughs> laugh. It could be how you eat. It could be how you interact mm. with other people. I um, and that's definitely one of my flaws and issues. <laughs> is that I look too much into other people, and I'm like, mm, I don't know about that. <laughs> No, I, I'm the same way. Like I, I and it's always interesting because I feel, especially at first, I, I feel this way more at work where, especially like the last two jobs I was in, was I probably wasn't the most social person, even though I always make the pun that I work in social. But I think it's just more, I want to understand the team dynamic and how everyone operates here before I just start inserting myself. So it's more... I want to see what's so I, I'll be I'll, I'll be the standby. I'm gonna sit in this corner. I can talk, but I just want to see like I want to see you guys in action first. That way, I know when how to it approach tells this. A lot, and, and I, it does, but it's different and for me for like in dating. Like I've like always like separated the two because I wish I had my same mentality from work to dating because then I'd be. Mm. killing the dating world to be honest um yes i'm but i think that makes sense everyone has like I, I think me in the dating scene compared to me at work compared to me with my friends and those close to me are all going to be different because they're just different scenarios i'm not going to be anywhere near as comfortable with someone i've never met before than i am with someone who i've known for 20 years oh, that's absolutely. just but yeah like no we we, we have like me and like one of my best friends who I've known since I was five so that's more than 20 years Oof. but uh, <laughs> we've known each other for such a long time that like it, it it just it just feels seamless and and I feel like that's the thing where I've noticed at least throughout this conversation that I don't assume I'll ever I'll be in that perfect relationship or etc but I want it to feel seamless and I think that makes sense like just you, you guys, you know, the both of us understand each other so well where it's like, all right, cool. I understand this is going on with you. 
we're going to have this open dialogue and et cetera. And I think that makes sense. And I feel like that that'll be the idea of quote unquote perfect. It won't be perfect, but you know, it, it's sort of like, I guess like we're synchronized. I, I, I was trying not to use words that I hear a lot at work. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like those typical, like, you know, those typical verbiage that you always hear. It's like, yeah, we got to sync up on this. Like, no, I don't want to say that. I don't want to <laughs> say that. But that's exactly what I want to say in this scenario. Like, you know, you just want someone to understand you, you understand them. And that's sort of like from there, you just take it at wherever it goes. But yeah, exactly. I feel like once you start fearing perfection is where that's just going to go downhill, especially a lot with social media. If you have friends that post a lot about their relationships, it's going to then feel like, oh, Oh, should then we post about our relationships oh i've like, never no, felt that our... way and i feel like that's it. I, yeah i'm not saying i yeah it, and and i feel like i would never feel that way but i think it's easy for other people to fall in that rabbit hole yeah oh 100% oh especially if you're new into like the relationship cuz you're in that honeymoon phase so it's sort of you know like yeah we're happy we're we're new we're we're here it's like okay that's that's fine but like I'm not saying like no one cares but it's more like but I don't know put the time in I don't know I I have no idea what's the ideal approach but I feel like the most similar to what you said the people that seem the happiest in relationships don't post the most about their relationship or they do like conservatively or it's just a normal game. right it's not every second of right. every day and it's like oh, exactly. I, I feel like that does definitely make adds to the stress and anxiety of dating but also too like we work in social media so like i know that's fake oh no yeah exactly i i I know this space it's like don't don't do it like no like some people have a lot of anxiety about it and of course like i'd love i i would genuinely like to be in a relationship (laughs) right now like that's just straight up facts but i'm not i would never let Instagram and things like that, like people that I know in relationship yeah, dictate the relationship. I think about, like yeah. last Friday was Valentine's Day, and I was just like, it's just another day right. for me because I just yes, like it just it is like, but I I know people take that to heart and seriously yeah. and get upset about it, and that's it's sad. No, it, it, I don't know. It's and and I feel like sometimes I, one of my friends mentioned this where, I, and I think I mentioned this on the previous episode too because I feel like they sort of coincide where. A lot of the times, me being single for as long as I have has forced me to really enjoy my solitude. And not saying that, like, now it's like, okay, cool, I'm never going to go outside. But I feel like once you are more comfortable with yourself, you don't feel the need to find validation through. I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm still going to get, I'm still going to get those dopamine hits from a like on a post it's like fine I, I know that much but i'm not gonna let it define who i am you can like, I mean, yeah i mean you can but you shouldn't <laughs> no but yeah you, you really can. like cool like all right well maybe i posted out the wrong see and then the social media manager is gonna come out like you know maybe i should have posted this during the day instead of at 10 p.m see it's like, i should have known there's multiple instagram pictures where i've gotten like right 40 likes but then in reality yeah i'm this huge social media influencer that's getting called constantly to speak at events or to be on podcasts and do interviews like okay yeah so those 40 likes on instagram didn't do actually anything because in reality i'm so much bigger yeah i don't know It, it is what it is and i think it makes a lot of sense when it comes to how sometimes people and i honestly and and it's also because i know you've You've only been single for seven, 
months. Maybe it's I six, think seven. we're coming on seven. I don't know. Who's counting? Oh, snaps, but right. But I feel like at that point, you're still like at that point where you're still like in. I, I I'd like to assume that you're enjoying yourself. But I remember my friend. He was single for five years, and he felt so burned out. Where it's like. I was like, well, yeah, you should be doing other things besides dating at that point, you know, it's like, you know, that's what, and I, honestly, that's sort of, honestly, it's really interesting that I created a podcast about dating and relationships, and sometimes I'll go out on a date, and they'll be like, oh, so what's your podcast about? Dating. And it's like, oh, <laughs> dating and relationships, but, like, for me, it's like, I don't know, it's a fun outlet, because I really want to understand what other people go through, Yeah. and also, it's always, and not only, like, just go through, but, like, everyone has, like, their own perspective on like if I did this episode with someone else, I'd get probably a different conversation because everyone is different. Yeah, I think the thing with me is that yeah, every other part of my life right now is perfect. Mm, okay. Like I'm. So you just got to fix this thriving, one thing, but successful. you don't have to fix it. But I'd like to, know. yeah. But it's it's not like the end all be all. Yeah. So exactly. So like you referred to your friend, like like being single over five years. Like there's other things that he can be doing. Yeah. There's so this is just one area right. where I'm trying to figure out, and I want it to be figured out so i usually don't try to end with advice but if you do have any i did find some advice so luckily i have some talking points or it doesn't have to be advice or like final words or etc oh, so you want me to give advice <laughs> no, oh, no 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 okay fine i would I give the like, ad- i would give the advice i don't know all right I'm fine i will give the it. advice okay fair so the advice that I heard was or read was one, be realistic, which I think that makes sense as a perfectionist. Is yeah. that sometimes it does make sense where perfectionists have unrealistic expectations. So if you're able to like dial it down, or at least what I like to try doing is break anything that I want to do in steps. Like when I feel yeah, like I'm being too. unrealistic, I like talk to a family member, talk to someone in a relationship, talk to someone who is not in a relationship doing the day. I, I, I try to bring multiple viewpoints into it. No, and I think that also makes sense because then you're less, I don't know. Someone who's married. I know like I bring like, I bring like multiple right. people into it. And I feel like that's the same thing with like the podcast. It's like I've done episodes with people that are in relationships, married, were engaged, but then married, obviously. Uh, or people that have been divorced and then people that are single. Because it's sort of like, it's so fun getting other people's perspectives because at the end of the day, it's sort of, I don't want to, and I think from doing the podcast, I felt like I've become more realistic in my dating. In a way, That's good. Where I feel like, oh, I feel like when I first started, I was like, cool. All right. First swipe. And that's going to be the, no. That's the one. Yeah, exactly. That's how I felt one like seven swipe. months ago. I was like, they are the one. And guess what? That person right. ghosted me. <laughs> damn they were the one who ghosted you that was my first ghost that was my first ghosting no yeah and and i feel like then after that you're sort of just used to it oh yeah it happens every like that (laughs) um the other advice that i saw was be open to growth at that point you're not really focusing on one thing there's so many other things you could be working on besides just your dating and relationship well my biggest thing is that like you need to figure everything out first um so i think like right when I got out of my relationship, everyone was like, you got to do you. You got. I've been doing me for the 28 years of my life. I've always come first. And my no, next yeah. relationship, you have, you have I will. So I think like one of the biggest like BS things. And like we spoke about this earlier, like with like reality TV or like sitcoms. It's like you get a relationship. You want to discover yourself. No, 
I've no. been discovering myself for 28 years. So me ending a relationship seven months ago, it wasn't this epiphany to me. I had to go find myself. I've always been super <laughs> independent. I've, I've always yeah. known myself. But people that are not in that area, yes, you need to go find yourself. And you need to figure out what you want. And everything else. But if in you're life. gonna go find yourself, don't find yourself from someone. No, else. no. At the end of the day, yeah. you only have yourself. So. And you deal with yourself every day. You so literally do, you and it's well. a, it's a roller yeah. coaster. It's the worst. It's the worst. <laughs> it's a roller coaster. <laughs> if you thought dealing with me for eight hours a day was bad, how, how do you think of myself? I have to live in my head every day. Exactly. So, um, and there was like two more things, which the first one I really love, which was like forgive yourself. And I think as yeah. a perfectionist, it's easy to put yourself down because maybe you're not where you're supposed to be. You're, you know, it's like, oh, no, I don't have, I haven't found the right position yet. I haven't found. It could be with a person right too. Whatever. There could be people yeah, that you exactly. do not click with and you have to be yeah. the person that doesn't ghost them. <laughs> that you yeah. are the person that sits them down and says this isn't it. And that right. sucks. I, I hate no, no, yeah. doing that. But it's the truth, and I've, I'm um, the most blunt person. Again, I've said that a hundred times in this episode, but it actually it's not easy. No, I mean, I'm, and like I said, at times I'm the complete opposite. So I sort of understand both perspectives. I understand my own, and I also understand the difficulties of being the one who says you're not going to want to hear this, but what the fuck? And you have to, <laughs> you have to forgive yourself for that. And then the last point, which I think I spoke about earlier on the podcast, was let them see your flaws. Yeah. Which I think makes sense because if you stop worrying about being perfect and being your actual self, it's better because at the end of the day, if you're trying to be the perfect whatever, boyfriend, date, etc. They're technically going to then like the wrong person because you're giving them a wrong perspective of who you are. Exactly. Like are you, if you're dating on these apps for the right reasons, you might find someone long term. So why put up a false identity? Exactly. That's how it- oh, shit. You know what? We're just going to end it there. That, that sounds perfect. <laughs> um, but yeah, cool. Thank you for being on the podcast. Absolutely. Oh, and would you like to put a plug on yours? Because yours is almost reaching 100 episodes. I don't know when I'm publishing this, so you'll probably be at 100. You might be. Yeah, still. so our 100. No, no, you will, will be. be. Yeah, so yeah. Um, our 100th yeah. episode will be on, oh, crap, what's the date? I think it's February 29th. We're on a leap year. Is that yeah. Saturday? Oh, th- this would definitely this would definitely be afterwards, but that's a great day to have that episode. Too. Yeah, because it's you know, leap year, so woo! Leap year. <laughs> great year. Um, so yes, yeah, so I am the host of the Real Football Fans of New Jersey. Um, we are a podcast about football and the Real Housewives. Odd combo, but we do make it work. People did doubt us, but we do make it work. Um, there's a lot of striking similarities between the two. Um, you'd be surprised, but definitely go and check it out. Um, we are on all your major podcast outlets. So um, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, anything. You just research the Real Football Fans in New Jersey. Um, we also were live every Wednesday as we record the podcast. So on Facebook and Instagram at the Real Football Fans of New Jersey. So definitely check us out. I feel like this is not the first time you've done this because that was just amazingly like that was just I try right there. That I try. Awesome, but cool. Thanks again. Absolutely. This is actually really. This was actually a lot of fun. I mean, I'm not saying like it wasn't going to be, but <laughs> this is actually fun. Was... I didn't think it was gonna. <laughs> no, I was like, yeah, you know, like the perfectionist, like, oh no. 
like how's this gonna go we've never really spoken well i feel like you you'd think person. like perfectionist yeah. like it's it would be very like robotic and things like that but in reality like perfectionists are actually like pretty chill yeah because like at the end of the day we're just like yeah i guess we just want what's happens. best right but inside it's like oh maybe then then that's where the self-doubt comes in like yeah i did the best i could but could i have done more? much more <laughs> Much more. Much more. <laughs> awesome. But yeah, um, what was I going to say? Oh, um, yeah. I'll, by this point, I already ended technically the episode because I don't know when to cut off. But yeah, definitely. Thanks again. As just keep up. There's more content coming from 10 Years Accounting. Support Tony. Donate. I know there's like a donate link somewhere in there. We're going to just like a little, imagine a flashing bubble. It's a link in his thing. Have a good day. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to use this for the ending of my podcast.